Hello and welcome to another episode of the Tip Balls Podcast. I am your host, Sam Randazzo. And I am joined by my two sleepy-eyed co-hosts. We're recording in the morning today. To my right, and a very, very, very special happy 65th birthday shout out. Hey! Oh, shit. To the one. Birthday. Oh, wait. Go ahead first. And only (laughs) Uncle Sam. Hello. Sing it, Bruce. Serenade. Happy birthday to you. Shotgun to Happy birthday to you. How old are you? How old are you? And behind the computer, drinking a beer at 9.16 a.m., it is Bruce, the tugboat. It's Tugger five, nuts. It's 5 o'clock Indeed. somewhere. Amen, brother. Amen. Tugger nuts. Wasting away oh, again. Well, training camp is fully upon us. The Buccaneers signed Julio Jones to bring him back up from the ashes like a phoenix. He's going to go oh, for a, a thousand and ten this year. Yeah, the, I saw. We did you see any of those? The highlights out of Bucks camp yesterday. Julio Jones yeah, looking he like looked pretty good. Julio Jones. Mm. Yeah, he's actually looking like. You know himself. what I do gotta say. Mm. I was going to send it he to He wearing that 85. Tua dude, I was, thought he was a fucking tight end. Tua was finding Tyreek yesterday. Tua was finding Tyreek yesterday. I saw that as yeah. well. Yeah. He was dropping dimes. Um, Everybody could drop dimes with nobody fucking coming at him. Remember that. Also, did you see Jamar Chase in double coverage burn the living shit out of Eli Apple? I mean, it's Eli, it's Eli Apple. Apple. He's been I burned mean, by everybody yeah, in the NFL. He's been burned but, by everybody. Um, Poor dude after the Super Bowl. Just never. Yeah, just <laughs> never no, Chase is that good. Chase, Chase is Jamar Chase is. He's the good. real thing. Uh, the Julio Jones signing. I really think. This is what I concluded. You remember what A.J. Green did for the Cardinals last year? Yeah. A.J. Green had a very nice year for a 33-year-old guy coming off of multiple injuries. And their main guy was out. Right. Filling in for DeAndre Hopkins. He had a great... If Julio Jones can do what A.J. Green did for the Cardinals last year for the Bucks this year... Let's see what's going to happen with Godwin here. From what I hear, he's he's not out. Godwin's probably going to start the season on the pup from everything that I'm hearing. Yeah, he's, he's and I, you know what? Relevant. Again, I'm okay with that. Because that's fine. Let Russell Gage play in his spot. You have yep. Mike Evans and Julio Jones. It's going to take – the Buccaneers lost a lot of offensive guys. They the off, lost – The offensive line thing is really going to be a they lost, for them. They uh, lost Kappa and Marpet. Ryan Jensen, it came out yesterday that he had a possibly catastrophic knee injury and could miss the entire year. So now you're three best offensive linemen. You lost two to free agency, one to a devastating injury in camp. I mean – well, listen, it's not like they're totally uh, – No. They're they're going to bring guys in. Right. They're going to work them out. It's just and, going to we'll take them happens. time, I think, to get into a groove. Are they going to get their undefeated season? Probably no. not. No. Probably not. But – But they'll be there at the end. They'll be there at counts. the end, and it's okay. If they go – if they go four and two, three and three through the first six games, I got no issue with that. Oh, I wouldn't worry about that. And – because they're still the best team in their division. Oh, by period. leaps and bounds. So uh leaps and bounds. Some other news out of training camp. Uh <clears throat> after a very tumultuous week, after getting paid mad money, 
the Cardinals faced an extreme amount of backlash for a certain clause in Kyler Murray's contract. Oh, I, I had some, seen I that notification for that. I didn't read the whole article. Well, well big shocker there. What it is, what it is, is is he, he the Cardinals, stat, their front office wants him to at least do four to five hours of study every week. Independent oh, study that's away. What, independent yeah, okay. study. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Correct. And uh, so that's watching film and on then, his own, studying playbook on his own, doing something football related on his own outside, away from the team, away from the facility. Now, that's a stipulation in his contract. Correct. So his contract could be voided if if he doesn't. They find why? out that he's not doing that. They they that's pulled it out yesterday. disappointing to hear. They issued him a new contract without that clause in it yesterday. No other changes were made to the contract. Well, they're, they're going to the get exactly what they're going to get. Then. It shouldn't be in the contract, but like. It kind of goes without. Well, that was what everybody said. Everybody well, said. Like, if that's Kyler what a good Murray's, quarterback does. Yeah, if Kyler Murray's not professional enough to do that then why are you signing him? Also, why are you belittling him by putting in the contract that he has to do that? Especially for the media to see it. Right. As soon as the media got a hold of that, that it was a frenzy. So they, I guess, made right by him, is went it, back yesterday and pulled that out. Is there something to it, though? Obviously, uh, there has to be some kind of... It might just be hearsay. I don't know, dude. Well, I don't know. I'm One, I'm shocked we haven't heard anything about it before. I'll say that. I, I Yeah. I mean, unless it's I mean, been under what, wraps what all NFL these quarterback years. doesn't do, you know, watch the plays, you know. Listen, Jamarcus Russell never, never studied the fucking playbook, ever. Listen, unless you're Bobby Lane showing up hammered drunk to the fucking games and practice. Well, like, I don't, it, like, it's a different age. That was a different era, dude. Yeah. It was a like, different era. Every good quarterback John does United. research it was a different and, like, era, dude. actually studies. They were real, they were real people. Johnny United yeah. smoked cigarettes. On the field. Yeah, on the fucking that, field. On the sideline. Uh, the hell's the name of that shitty league you like? That we, XFL. Uh, USFL. Oh, no, USFL. There's people smoking cigarettes while they play that. Well, too. let me tell you something right now, dude. Two guys from the USL, from the Panthers, just got signed to NFL contracts. Mm. So you can fuck your hand. Don't tell me they ain't good. But, like. God bless. God bless. Wait, wait, the Michigan wait. What's Panthers? their record? What? What's their record? Since you watch, the season's over. I don't even. Is know. it over? I think maybe they won two. Games. No, I was just watching it the other day at Top Golf. No, it's done. It's, it's done. done. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, anyways, thank God we don't have to talk about that anymore. Um, so yeah, they <laughs> God pulled bless Jeff Fisher. They pulled that. Love Jeff Fisher. <laughs> Idiot. They pulled that clause out of his contract. So, forty-six million a year average, and he doesn't have to do any homework. That's not a bad deal. Well, good for him. Good for him. Then he had made the statement. Do you think I could have gotten as far as I have without without working at my craft? Which is true. Which is true to a sense. That is true. To I a mean, sense. There's been plenty of guys out there that have been lazy and not done the work. Cam Newton. If you want me to start pointing fingers here, I mean, we know who does the work and who doesn't. Jamarcus Russell. Brett Favre. Brett Favre says he never watched tape. Favre. Farver had never needed to because he was a slinger. <laughs> he, was, um, he was the gunslinger. Another big signing, the Seahawks. And Pete Carroll have locked up wide God. receiver DK Metcalf. Uh, the details are a $30 million guaranteed signing bonus. Uh, it's three years, $72 million, $58 million fully guaranteed. So. That's a monster deal. That's a nice contract for him. 
Um, yeah. This kind of sets the precedent now for Debo Samuel. And for yeah. some reason, I don't think the 49ers are going to pay him that much. We'll see what I happens I don't know why. There. Um, but I just they're don't. still working on it. They're still in talks with them. I, I had yeah. read that, and um, I don't think anything's over yet. We'll see what happens. You'll you'll know when they can't get anything for him, and they trade him. I I think that I honestly that God, could happen. I was kind of going through this in my head last night. Debo, I think, could move at some point. And you know who else I see moving? I had a revelation last night. I think the Cowboys are going to move Zeke. Well, was this was smart, because they would move Zeke. your conversation last night at room, one o'clock in the morning when I was trying to sleep? Well, <laughs> put it on mute. No, there's a, you I'm know always what? There's working. A, there's a couple always things. working. You know, back to the Seahawks, and and I don't mean to harp on this, but uh, oh. Chris Carson retired. God bless Chris Carson. Yes, we talked about guy, that. In the guy last left it episode. all on the field, huh? We talked about that in the last episode. Yeah, but God bless him. He left it all on the field. Yeah, I was watching some serious things. He was, brain is he neck. was solid. And, and my man, my man was uh, what for a year? He gave it all that he, he had. Two years. Uh, he's job at best. Yeah. Who cares. Yeah. Um, <laughs> former 49ers linebacker Quan Alexander signs a one-year deal with the Jets. Love it. Love it. That is a nice move for him. And also, Saints wide receiver Michael Thomas is practiced for the first time in 18 months. He looked like he was running in quicksand. <laughs> um, what do you make of this? I mean, is he back? I mean, is he going to be? Dude, I I don't I don't think his health is an issue. I think his uh, his mental stability is more of an issue than his health. If you remember, this guy was getting in fights with teammates, punching teammates in the mouth, and. He's a little out there right now. Well, you got to pull it back in. Otherwise, he'll be rapping with Antonio Brown. Here's the thing. I have Michael Thomas in that fight. Here's the thing. Michael Thomas, if he is healthy, if his mind is right, and if he's got it all back together, is a top 10 talent. There was a time when he was a top two talent. Correct. But that was with Drew Brees. We'll see what happens. Now, I I would love to see him come back and have a resurgence yeah, I would and too. have a top ten year. He's a good guy. Uh, if that's if he is in shape and he is healthy, that will be the biggest gift Jameis Winston could ever get, for sure, for sure. Last week we talked about our quarterback power rankings. Uh, the ball should have been tilted a little more toward the. Cup so you could see it like this. Then it would have been behind the handle. No, on the side of the handle. Just move your hand instead of like this. Go like oh, this. Like like that. Oh wow, that was fucking difficult. <laughs> yeah, that's nice. Give me a nice big close up here. Hold on, let me get a nice big close up here. Can you see there? Can you see it, everybody? Look at that shit, huh? Balls. <laughs> okay. Um. God, you're old. <laughs> Yeah, wait, hold on. How was your birthday? It's great. What'd you do? Uh, went to eat. Where'd you go? Antonio's. You did. Spaghetti and meatballs with some fennel sausage. <sighs> no cheesecake Fucking factory. Great. Sorry. No cheesecake factory. No, no cheesecake factory. No. 
What made you go with the spaghetti and meatballs? Don't you well, usually go with the? Uh, I, I went with spaghetti and meatballs and and fennel sausage because that that's my that's my shit. That's my go to. No, I thought the what's the other sauce? Don't they have the Rosa sauce or whatever? Oh, they have no, the pink they, one. The, the Rita sauce. That's it, Rita. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. an orange sauce. Uh-huh. Yeah, getting good. Not in the movie. No, that I thing? didn't. I didn't go for the Rita. I didn't go. I didn't go gnocchi's, man, because I, I just you'd feel be, like I was sleep, gonna, you'd still be asleep right I, now. I'd I'd have to give birth before I could even <laughs> show up here. Uh, but I I love it. Uh, the kids got me from this little Italian bakery. They got me a, a cannoli cake. Oh, and, nice. and and that thing was oh my god, it's good. Eh? I'm I, I'm in a coma right now. Love it. I'm in a cannoli still. coma. Love it. Uh, <laughs> I we're big barbecue fans on this show. I've got to shout a place out because I had a absolute fucking fantastic lunch from there yesterday. It's uh called Full Rack Barbecue. Just opened up here. On Mac Avenue, next to Lefties, across from St. Joe, in that little plaza that's been empty for God knows how long. They had the best ribs I've ever had in my life, bar none. They were perfectly tender, juicy, no resistance off the bone. Their sauce is perfect. It's not too sweet. It's not too spicy. It's not too vinegary. It's just like... Perfect barbecue sauce. It's a good mix of everything. Not, not, no too sweet, no too spicy, no too salty, no too vinegary. It was perfect. And their macaroni and cheese will fetch your soul. It's that good. Hmm. It's that good. You need to give it a shot. Too bad he chicken breast. Yeah, they have smoked chicken for Bruce. But mentioning the mac and cheese really pulls me in. Does it? Because if it's the, you make a pretty good fucking. It's mac better and than cheese. my mac and cheese. Because your mac and cheese is probably the best mac and cheese I've ever. Had. I'm aware, but it's better than my mac and cheese. That's. It was. It was an out of body it? experience. It's peppery. It's peppery. It's not. They don't use sauce like I do. It's peppery, and it was delicious. Hmm. Homemade cornbread, delicious. Better than Boston Market. Better, oh, come on. Boston Market. Yeah. Boston Market's like fucking dog food. The slaw? Are you kidding me? The slaw? It was definitely a vinegar base, not creamy. Yeah, I don't like creamy slaw. No. But the problem, it wasn't. I don't like slaw. It didn't get you here. It, was, it wasn't too vinegary. Right, Nothing so was not too vinegary. Problem. It had just a little sweetness in it, a little poppy seed situation going on oh, in wow. the slaw dress. It was fucking yeah. top notch. So shout out to Full Rack Barbecue. Now, I'm not one for free shout outs, but. They deserve a free shout-out. That was fucking delicious. Anyways, moving on. So, if you follow us on Instagram, most likely you're a dick because you've commented something under our pictures <laughs> and just shredded me <laughs> endlessly for our positional power rankings. And that's fine. I'm good with that. The last night I had an actual conversation with somebody on Instagram. Oh. Somebody actually wanted to have a conversation Sweet, rather than just out. putting a bunch of clown emojis underneath my picture. But, um, is it somebody you know? That's no, the clown picture. No, just a there? fan of the no. show. Yeah, if they knew you, he, then he, I understand. The clown picture. Nice post. Like, yeah, very just well a good done. dude. Just... And he came and he's like, "Hey, I, I, all your reasoning on shit, I get it." Which, I don't. Not everybody has to agree with me, and I'm good with that. But I want to talk about the running back power rankings and why I put some guys where I did. Because, again, I started an absolute. J Pete 07 underscore. J Pete. 
JP. No profile picture. Um, he's a good dude. We we talked to he's he's from Dallas. Talked a lot about the Cowboys. I want to get into that. Uh, so so far on our Instagram, we have one through fifteen, and Bruce has the full list, as do I. So I want to go through it, and I want to get your thoughts on some of these guys. So. I had two honorable mentions too that I didn't really have a spot to fit in at. Okay. Um. So I want to start there, and I want to quickly go through this because there's a lot of guys here, and I wanted to talk about some other things before we finish today off. But uh, my two honorable mentions, especially with Chris Carson retiring, uh, were Kenneth Walker and Gus Edwards. I think as far as Kenneth Walker's not going to be the bell cow from week one. It's just not going to happen. Rashad Penny is going to get time to start off the year to prove himself that he is still the number one guy. But Kenneth Walker, I think there's a lot of hype on Brees Hall because he has the job, essentially, whereas Kenneth Walker is going to have to earn it. But I, I don't know about that. I mean, Carter Carter proved to be a really good guy there in New York. Yeah, but... I, I, don't, I don't think that they're going to they're gonna pull away. I mean, Brees Hall is a talent. He really is. But I didn't think Carter was very bad at all. No, he neither did hard I. last year. But the hype train is rolling full steam ahead of him, Brees Hall. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to say, yeah, I love Kenneth Walker. I think he'll fit in very good into that Seahawks offense. And when Pete Carroll gets Rashad Penny injured for the 900th time, he gets a starting running back injured. Kenneth Walker will come in there and play a great role. And Gus Edwards, especially now – I know he's on the pup list with Dobbins, but they said most likely Edwards will be ready to go before Dobbins. So if he's if he comes out there week one as as a starter, okay. Gus Edwards, I'm a huge he has fan. the talent. He's got we, the we've talent. Seen, we've seen him tear it up. Like he's one thousand percent got the talent. Yeah, I, he's gonna be, do fantastic. And I love I love that duo of Dobbins okay. and Edwards. Uh, at 32, I have Kareem Hunt. Okay. I saw him yesterday. I watched some videos on him at camp. He was banged up last year. As he was banged up at the beginning of the year, Chubb well, was... If you remember, Chubb was missed a few games. Right. And he had to pull the load while Chubb was Correct. Out. And I'm not going to lie to you. Kareem Hunt can pull the load. Kareem Hunt could be... Yeah. A starting running back anyway. Well, they else. had the Johnson kid there, too, to spell those. Dearness Johnson's also there. Correct. So Nick Chubb's obviously higher up on my list. And I there's a ton of people who came to me, how do you have Nick Chubb at seven? How do you have Nick Chubb at eight? Why was Nick Chubb this far down? Because if they play it smart, one, we have a whole new offense in Cleveland. We don't know what we're going to see. Two, you don't know who's going to be the quarterback week one, so you don't know if they're going to be effective whatsoever. Yeah, wasn't right. the backup thrown yesterday? Well, yeah, because Deshaun Watson is inevitably going to miss time. Yeah. So you don't know who, what the offense is going to look like. You don't even know who the quarterback is. Percent. Percent was getting it, a lot of time there. If it's Jacoby, do you trust them to score points at all? Um, and how much of the workload are they going to take off of Chubb's back and give to Hunt and Dearness Johnson to try and s- utilize Chubb throughout a full year. In my opinion, 
When it comes to running backs now, if you don't have a good number two, you are setting yourself up for disaster. Because the, the way the NFL is designed now, running backs are not. It doesn't matter if you're as big as Derrick Henry as we saw last year. It doesn't matter if you are as much of a powerhouse as Nick Chubb. If you give the running back the entire bell cow workload, he will not make it through the year, and you will have a Saquon Barkley situation you five years have down the line. One punch. You've got to have one a complimentary back in this yeah. day and age. Oh, Najee Harris is doing it without a complimentary back. There's, so you're going to hear my theory yeah. on that here in a second. Uh, because I got opinion. a shitload of hate on him, on where I had him on the list really? as well. I'm just kind of surprised on that. Uh, but yeah, I think Kareem Hunt's going to take on a bigger part of the load this year to relieve Nick Chubb, depending on what happens with Dearness Johnson, because he is somebody to keep an eye on. Uh, at 31, I have Tony Pollard. I don't have a problem with that. Pollard puts up great fantasy numbers every year. Personally, he returns kicks. For me, 31 is low for Pollard's talent. Oh, I think he's a lot talented, but what are you what are you gonna do? As long as Zeke's there, a lot. Yeah. We, where it's at. I put a poll up on our uh Instagram story last night after talking to our fan in the DMs. What do you do with Zeke and Pollard? Zeke's getting paid fifteen million a year. He's no longer I won't say no longer. Last year he was not effective. Pollard is talented. Pollard is younger. Ze- Zeke was banged up last year and didn't want to turn his job over. Right. That's basically what it was. So now, He's if not himself, if you're Jerry Jones, are you rolling with? Are you putting Zeke out they're, there to they're be gonna the have bell to make cow? A decision here. But are you putting Zeke out there to be the bell cow? Are you splitting them 50-50? Are you giving more reps to Tony Pollard? Those are the three questions. Is who it one? Do you trust Pollard enough? To give him the workload and keep Zeke there to use him as a as a trade bait when you feel the time is right, because you've already you know you have to move on from him. Are you going to split them 50-50? Yes, I, I don't think there's a team in the NFL that that would take on that contract. I really don't. Here's what they have to wait for. If you get a situation like you did with the Ravens last year, where you're bringing in Devonta Freeman to be your number one and Le'Veon Bell to be your number one guys. Yes, then somebody, a, a team who's in contention would take on that contract. Fifteen million on a running back? I don't think so. Be, if, if he's in shape, if he's healthy, and yeah. if he can be somewhat effective, or do you just run him into the ground and see what happens? They're probably yeah. just going to run him into the ground. I think Mike McCarthy will ultimately do that. I think they're going to run Zeke oh, into the God. ground. Mike McCarthy. And just see what I happens. Mean, and who else? Do, I mean, except for Paul, like, there's, they've depended on Zeke. See, this is every what happens year. with the Cowboys. What are they going to do One without game, they want to play ground and pound. The next game, they want to throw for 500 yards. Correct. That's the most. Be- and I think the thing reason for that is because you have no consistency. Yes. You don't know what's going to happen week to week with your backs. Like, that's why I think if they said, okay, we're going to use. A 50-50 split right down the middle between Zeke and Pollard, and you know what? That will take pressure off of Dak. Or we're going to run Zeke into the ground, and as soon as he's injured, we're going to put Pollard in there. That would take pressure if off of Dak. If they were smart, they would do the 50-50. I think so, too. If you can well, keep them both healthy. Yeah. If Zeke 
If Zeke could Split stay healthy, do you think he could play at the level he used to? I do. I do. If, he, if he's healthy. If he's got to yeah. come in healthy. He's got to come in totally healthy. Here's They need – the offensive line has to play better. Their offensive line is is about a, a half a step up from the Giants' offensive line. They need to play better. Agree with that. And because it can't just be all they didn't. They didn't do enough to. They didn't do enough to bolster themselves in the offseason. That's, they are. That's the thing. Every year, known with them. for their the, offensive the line. The Dallas Cowboys were known for their offensive lines being yes. the best in the NFL. And now, I don't even think they're in the top ten. No, I don't. They're not. They're um, not because they lose guys and don't replace them. Moving on, uh, Clyde Edwards-Alaire at thirty. I want to see what he can do with that with the Chiefs' offense. Obviously, they're a pass-first team. Period. They need the run just to set up the pass slightly. If Edwards Hilaire can just be mildly effective this year, I I think you're going to see them go in a different direction. You do. I really do. Well, they signed Ronald Jones. I know that away from Tampa. Everybody's very and I think they're going to turn into this. Juggernaut pounds you in the face offense. Well, again, if you can run it, Clyde, at, are you good over here? Yeah, I'm fine. Ding, 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 ding. He's got ding, a space ding. phone going off. Damn. Uh, if you could use Ronald Jones and Edwards Hilaire as a duo, that's what the NFL is going to. Get two backs who are both effective, not superstars. Running backs should no longer be a superstar position. No. It should be a, we're going to take two guys who are both effective, who are both good, and use them the way they need to be used. Period. You need the guy that can get the short yardage when you need him, and you need the guy that can... You need a guy who can catch passes out of the backfield. You need a ground and pound guy. You need a nice, elusive guy who can make the cuts and has breakaway speed. You need have that change of pace guy. You You don't have that change of pace guys... Whether it's a guy Look that can at, run in between the it, tackles or catch. I I hate people probably hate that I'm saying this, but I think the Lions have that have that. No, I you agree have with DeAndre you. Swift, who's that swifty guy who can, you know, catch the ball, run for a couple yards, and then you have like uh Jamal Williams who can go. fucking ground and pound and just power his way through. I don't disagree with you one bit. So um yeah. next up, uh we already spoke about him, Brees Hall, great talent. Jets. Uh, the only thing with him is Michael Carter could cut into that target share a little bit, and we don't know anything about him. Uh, and you have to remember the Jets were an atrocity last year on offense, so we don't know 1,000% what we're going to see. Do you right. think that's low for him? For Hall? Mm-hmm. Well, we haven't even seen him yet. How how much is he going to get? That's why I, he I is. St- I still think it's going to be a 50-50 deal. From the get with Michael Carter well, again, talent wise, I think Robert Sala came from came from the 49ers, and the 49ers that's what they do. It's running back by committee, right? And and I believe that's going to happen there in New York. Uh, again, I think Brees Hall's more talented than 29, but there's just too many yeah. question marks there at the moment. Uh, 28s Rashad Penny, who we already spoke about. 27, I have Cordero Patterson. I love Cordero Patterson. Atlanta's offense, again, big question marks. But Cordero Patterson is a receiver who became a running back, and the majority of his target share is going to come from pass catching out of the backfield. 
which I'm good with. And in fantasy, he's much higher, especially in PPR, than 27. But as far as power rankings go for running backs, I think that's where he needs no, to be. No, you're about right. He's not He's not going to be the most dynamic runner. Is he going to bust through some guys and, and get those big runs? Yes. Is he going to be extremely effective out of the backfield? Yes. But is he the running back of the future for the Falcons? I don't think so. Uh, number 26, I have A.J. Dillon. And I have a theory. Okay, he disagrees. Go ahead. No, I'm listening. I thought he just brand just shorted out. I didn't know what the <laughs> fuck. <laughs> no, I'm listening to what you're saying. What? AJ Dillon, to me, is one of the best young guys at the running back position. Monster. He's an absolute That's monster. monster. All right. Again, I got a he lot glowed. of hate for having Aaron Jones where I had him. But again, I think we're gonna have a similar situation in Green Bay with the moving. Yeah, is Aaron Jones going to be the number one, and is he going to be effective? Yes. But are they going to utilize the other guys they have in order to protect Aaron Jones and in order to be a more effective offense? Yes. A.J. Dillon should be getting at least 35% of the snaps. That takes a massive load off Aaron Jones. It also brings down Aaron Jones' numbers. It also brings down Aaron Jones' everything. But it keeps him on the field. I like A.J. Dillon. Honest to God, I think he is talented enough to where if the Packers wanted to move on from Aaron Jones at some point, much like the Cowboys can with Zeke now with Pollard, they could. When Aaron Jones gets to be too expensive or too banged up or too this, they could move on and they have a guy, an heir apparent waiting. I'm a yeah. big fan of A.J. Dillon, and I think he's going to have a very good year that ultimately will affect Aaron Jones in a slight negative, but keep him on the field. Uh, at 25, I have Elijah Mitchell. <laughs> and I don't even He had like a good year last that. year. He had a good year last year, but the 49ers. Do you want to know what the 49ers are reminding me of right now? The Browns. I th- I think their defense is better than Cleveland's. No, no, no. I'm talking. I'm not talking from a talent standpoint, or even an on the field standpoint. All of the bullshit now is getting very Cleveland esque. Well, I, I you mean, got the head coach and the GM I, coming out and saying, "Oh, Trey's our guy, and we're moving well, on good. to Jimmy G. Jimmy G can go where he wants." And Debo Samuel's one of the best receivers of the NFL, but we're not going to pay him. And it, usually when there's this much noise in an offseason, a team comes out flat and ineffective. See what happens. I, I don't think so. I think they did the right thing by saying we're going with Trey Lance right now. Yes, but why did they want to go you, with Lance? They should go with him. Why did it take you six months to get there? Well, why I, haven't you I moved Jimmy G? I don't G? know why you what? do it just before training camps. Right. Why are they but, even thinking about getting rid of Debo? Like, because they don't want to pay they're, him. They're not getting Fucking rid of him. Dude. Pay the guy, dude. They're in discussions that's, that's, with that's, him. Ah, uh, yet see, I, he is I all they have. He got rubbed a little opinion. bit the wrong yeah, way because you know why he's seen that what they have him doing might shorten his career. So. He had Short made the comment that he didn't want to do it anymore because that's why he wanted out. He's doing everything. 
Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. When you're a guy that's touching the ball as much as he is, your chances of getting hurt are great. Yeah. And and he's a he's a receiver, not a running back. I I'm not as high on San Francisco as I was a few weeks ago. I'll just say that. Uh I'm not I'm also not sold on Elijah Mitchell as much as I am some of these other guys. I like I, I'm more sold on Elijah Mitchell than I am Trey Lance. I feel by the I, same I just think Lance, you know what? He had his opportunities last year and he didn't jump off the page, dude. I know. I, I don't know if it's just me or I don't understand it. That's it. It's it in a nutshell. I don't understand what San Francisco's doing. I don't understand. It's getting a little Cleveland esque for me. That worries me about both Elijah and what happens with Shanahan. Dumpster fire. Huh? It's what happens with Shanahan. It just seems like uh, he overdoes everything. Yeah, just get it. To and it just dude. turns to shit uh, at the wrong time. At 24, I have Miles Sanders. I think he's a great kickoff guy and, a, and, and that stuff. But as far as an every down back, no. Well, but this is the thing. Who's the every down back in Philly? We haven't known for three years. Right. They, I mean, they got Boston Scott. Some weeks it's Scott. Boston Scott. Some weeks it's Kenneth Gainwell. Yeah. Some weeks it's Miles Sanders. Yeah. We don't know, but most likely Miles Sanders will get the bulk of the starts and the snaps. Right. He's got to stay healthy, and that's that's on Philadelphia's offense. You will be somewhat productive, so that's why he is where he is. Um, at twenty three, bring on the hate. Here we go. I have Travis Etienne. Okay. I think he is going I'm I'm gonna get absolutely butchered for saying this, but I think Travis Etienne will finish as a top ten back this year. Just gonna say it. If you go watch the guy's highlights from college, he is an absolute fucking stud. And he's probably realistically, if you go back and look at the tape, he looked better than Jonathan Taylor. In college, he looked better than Jonathan Taylor. Yeah. He did. Well, Jonathan Jonathan Taylor was a stud in college. Right. Jonathan Taylor fell in the draft. Correct. But if you look at the college tape, um, ETN looks better than Jonathan Taylor. Yeah. So do I think – am I scared to say I think there's a potential that ETN can have a year like Jonathan Taylor did yes, last year? Yes, because I know everybody will butcher me, but I – no, you always got that guy who comes out of nowhere, dude. What makes And listen, he missed he missed a year, which was probably a good thing for right. him. Right. He's and coming back one especially thousand. for the dysfunctional shit that was right. going on. He wasn't part of the dysfunction, new head coach, new offense. He's essentially a rookie all over again. Right. I'm sorry. 23 is too low for Etienne, but I want to see a week of him on the field. And I think we'll be able to rewrite the book. And people, I think he'll jump forget. up he, 15 spots. the best spot. back to come out of that class. I agree wholeheartedly. Another one I got hate for. At 22, I have Saquon Barkley. <laughs> They're trying to say what? That wasn't too low. high enough? Too low? Dude, the Barkley's guy can't play. stay healthy, dude. He's got to he, get on the field and he, play, he can't man. can't say – see – most of these clapbacks, I feel like people just literally, they'll tell us we have no idea what the fuck we're talking about because they have a hard-on for somebody because they live in that fucking state and they love that fucking guy. Fuck that shit. I agree. Now, I will say. You got to stay on the field, period. I had Saquon Barkley higher. 
And then every guy that I was kept going, I was like, uh, no, I'd rather have, I'd rather take him than Saquon. No, I'd rather take him than Saquon. And, 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 and was there a back coming out of college in the past 15 years that was as good as Saquon Barkley? No. 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 It's not that easy. The talent has nothing to do with it. It's the fact. That it's he's the good. fact that he cannot stay like on one the hit field. away from ending his entire career. And right. I and I'm, I'm not blaming him totally. I mean, they're so inept there on offense. I mean, they're. I, I mean, come on, thing. dude. I, yeah. Part they've of gone this... through how many receivers in the past five years? They've gone through like 13, 14 receivers in five years. Part of this is putting these backs where they are based on how good their offense is. Obviously, if you're on a better offense, you're going to perform better. He is on the worst fucking offense realistically in football. Yeah. So. And it's not all Daniel Jones's fault either. Their offensive Daniel line. Daniel Jones? They're all. Huh? Daniel Jones? Daniel Jones. You said Daniel. <laughs> I said Daniel. You said Daniel. Daniel with a Daniel D. Jones. Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones. <laughs> anyway, they. Listen, they they just they can't get it together up front. Now they drafted offensive linemen this year. They arguably got the best one in the draft. We'll yeah. see what happens, man. Because if they can't protect this guy or open the holes for Barkley, yeah, he deserves to be right where you got him. All right. Because he ain't gonna make it through a whole season. No, no chance. Yeah. Am I wrong on that or no? No, I he won't make it through a five. He's got to make it at least through five, six games without getting hurt. I don't know. And he can I don't think he can do it. Uh at 21. JK Dobbins, who we already discussed along with Gus Edwards. It's sad. That one's sad for me because he was so young. We didn't even get to see it. He's hurt and we didn't even get to fucking see it. I hope they give him the time. I saw an article yesterday that he was pushing to get back on the field. Harbaugh, don't put JK Dobbins out until he is 1000 percent ready to go. I want to see him make it through a full year. Well, he's another guy. If he can't, if he if can't this make it, is it. they're going to have to look to right. move on to. This is it. If he can't keep, if he can't stay on the field this year, he's gone. So he's sitting there pushing the training staff. I saw on Twitter, he's pushing the training staff to try and get on the field. That's it. They, they they have the best running back in the fucking league in Lamar Jackson. They really don't need Dobbins. That's also true. But I I do <laughs> love J.K. Dobbins. I think I do takes, too. it'll make it'll make he takes Jackson's a ton of pressure a off of Lamar. Easier, right. If he's got a guy that's electric. Uh, at 20, and again, another one that everybody said I was too low is David Montgomery. Part of the reason why he's there, their offense isn't that effective yet. And they, they haven't figured out what they're doing yet. Right. And, and I don't know how good David Montgomery is or how inept everybody else on the team was. And they just like, ah, fuck it, hand off the ball. It's, it's obviously the guy can put up – he can put up numbers. He can put up numbers. Obviously. But his workload's also but immense. His workload is weird. Yeah. They're just weird. They're just weird. The Bears just confuse everybody right now. At 19, I have Josh Jacobs. When are the Raiders gonna really, really commit to him? I they gotta do it. And, this and year. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna blame you know. They had some issues there too with the coaching and this. Yeah, hundred percent. But I when, think when are they going to commit to this guy? This has got to be the year. It's got to be. I think nineteen's too low. I think with all of the additions they've made on offense and all the changes, it, it should open up room for him to be effective. You know, 
They have a couple guys behind him that are effective. They just drafted another one, too. Realistically, if they commit to him, he should have a great year. I think this would be the first year where you're like, oh, Josh Jacobs is the real deal. I'm good with that. Yeah, outside his rookie year. Correct. Uh, 18, I have Damian Harris. I don't have a problem with that. I think real effective. That's right where he should be. Uh, Yeah, so at 18, I have Damian Harris. Um, I'm not a Patriots fan, but for some reason, I'm finally starting to hear what he just said. He's not a Patriots fan? Yes, go ahead. Okay, I'll correct myself. I'm not. No, go ahead. I'm not a fan of what the Patriots are doing right now. He's not but a firm believer. I'm not a believer in them <laughs> at the moment. But I'm starting to kind of buy in because I think Bilicek might have one little last parting piece left for this year, maybe before he rides off into the sunset and they might win 10 games and get bounced in the first round of the playoffs. Maybe. Sticking with bouncing the first round. Oh, of the I'm playoffs. still sticking with bouncing in yeah. the first round. They're not a playoff team. <laughs> Devontae, here, here. Devontae Parker's not going to take you to the playoffs. But I, I, Damian can, I Harris, can't wait to see Mac Jones. I'm so excited. I seen him. He looks completely transformed. He's he ready does. to go. I can't wait. Bruce used to be 175 pounds and pudgy, and but I mean, he's still the same person on the inside. Uh, Belichick was talking about he's made leaps and strides. We're not talking about Mac Jones. Why are we? We're talking about running backs. Okay, sorry. Okay, Mac Jones. Go ahead, draft uh, him in fantasy, like I told you. I'm going to. Uh, but as far as Damian Harris goes, I think he'll have a very consistent work uh, part of the workload. The only problem is some weeks Bill Belichick's like, ah, let's give Rodmore Stevenson 20 carries. That's the problem. Talent-wise, he should be higher. Problem is we don't know what Belichick's going to do week to week. And we've seen that before. It's kind of Philly-esque where he'll just – And Stevenson's kind of a monster. He is. and that, they'll just, that kid there. Or they'll go sign somebody off of a practice squad from, you know – somewhere else and just throw him out there and give him the ball 25 times one game. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, what was that one guy's name they did that with? He had the like the biggest – was it Steven Ridley? Yeah. Yeah, they just brought him out of nowhere. He ran for fucking 250 yards, and they cut him. Shoney Michelle. Yeah. So, hopefully Damian Harris is and trade consistent, him. but – Fucking guy. Uh, went Super Bowl MVP, and they trade him. At 17, I have Antonio Gibson. I like Gibson. I, I don't think that's a bad spot for him. Gibson could be higher or lower. Be higher. We don't know yet. We don't know yet. We don't know what's going on in Washington. I don't think Washington knows what's going on in Washington. They changed their name to something stupid. Uh, their owner, we don't know what's going on with him. I just heard he, he spent 11 hours of testimony in court. Yeah. Schneider. So via uh, Zoom Washington, from Israel. That's, that's the biggest question is we don't know what's yeah, happening with them. Nobody knows. Um, at 16 and probably too low, I have Cam Akers. No, that's right about where he's at. You know why? Because you got to see if Cam Akers is going to come. He was awful in the Super Bowl. I, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Yeah. He was awful. He was uh, He was not himself. He's not the same guy, and he needs he needs he time to get back. Three games. I'm sorry? 
He played for three games. He he looked awful. He was not himself. No, but he was I mean, awful. How are you gonna say he therapy. was not himself? Yeah, you're coming after an Achilles tear. Three He's eight. not him. He wasn't himself. <laughs> Because he's no different because off Derek the first Henry. two games, you can't really make that up. His two playoff games, you know. Look at Derrick Henry when he come back for the playoff game. He was a shell of himself. He was not the same guy. Yeah, but we knew who Derrick Henry was before. Uh anyway. I'm not going there. That's my Cam Maker spiel. And Darnell Henderson's not a bad back. No. I like Henderson. I think he's gonna Take a little bit of the target share away from makers. And happen. ultimately Actually it should happen so he can get healthy. Bingo. To Thank be you. honest with you. So um fifteen. Zeke already been down that road. We're not going there. We're not going there again. Uh at fourteen I have James Connor. I like James Connor. James Connor is a fucking touchdown machine, point blank period. He is. He will. Yeah. He's going to score a shitload of touchdowns. They, their utilization of him at the goal line is was was very good. Line was awesome. Them first seven games when they were seven and zero, when they were all healthy he, he and they was were hitting, clicking. He clicked, and and I don't see him really missing a step this year. I think he'll fall right back into that. Uh, at thirteen, I have DeAndre Swift. The talent's there. You just got to stay on the field. It's another Barkley question mark. The Lions haven't. No, it's not a Barkley question. Yes, it is. Tim yes, it is. Came out of, this guy's been here assessment. two years and has not played a fucking single season yet. Was it Tim Hopefully, You're right. Hopefully he what? stays healthy. Someone from the Lions camp did a. I was reading that whole thing of, you know, who's looking up and who's looking down. And it was DeAndre Swift is looking way better than. You know anybody thought? So I'm, you know. Listen, the transition from college to pro is huge. Okay, there's a lot of hype on him. I I agree, he's got to stay healthy. But the Lions have invested a shitload of money in their offensive line for the first time ever. As Bruce said, they're now the most expensive offense in football, um, which is sad when you're only going to get five wins. But it's awful. That should make DeAndre Swift. You have Jared Goff, whose back's against the wall. His ass is on fire because he's got to win games this year or he's going to be gone. You have DeAndre Swift, who hopefully is healthy, who hopefully we can see the full potential of his talent. You have more receivers, so it should open up the running game more, and you've invested everything you have in the offensive line. If DeAndre Swift does not go for 1,515, there's an issue. So he's starting at 13, coming off of injury, not knowing what the Lions offense is going to look like, and if he does not end the year in the top five, it's all for naught. True. That's it. That's it in a nutshell. So he he better be ready to go because if they don't, it's all going to come crashing down again. Uh, at 12, I have the beefcake, Leonard Fournette. I don't think that's a bad spot for him. Now Fournette's a talent. You know, people can say what they want. He's a talent. He's another guy coming out of college, man. He was the stud. The truth, yeah. He was a stud. And I think he's even more of a stud now. There's some issues about his weight, blah, 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 blah. We'll see what he see what he looks like when when season really starts. Just you know what? Playoff so what, he gained a few pounds playoff in the offseason. That's all that matters. Yeah. There's nothing wrong and with that. The only thing that worries me about that is the state of the Bucks' offensive line. He's, but he's a young guy. He'll be fine. He'll be fine. Uh, at 11, we already discussed this along with A.J. Dillon. I have Aaron Jones. 
at 11. Yeah. At 10, I have Javante Williams. I like Javante Williams, but them re-signing Melvin Gordon already says that uh, basically he'll be the guy, but I think you'll see them split carries more. Than- Again, I'm good with that. Yeah, I I, I'm good. I think it keeps him healthy. Right. You need to have the two, the double-headed fucking dragon. You got to have the double-headed dragon. Right. Melvin Gordon's not a bad running back. Melvin, Melvin Gordon really is good. a perfectly effective number two. Yeah. It's a great setup. Javante's a very, very talented young See, number they, one. See, they can flip-flop them guys, too. If one guy's a little banged up, they can have Gordon step in and start. Correct. And be very effective. Very effective. No yeah. issues with that at all. That's a good thing. Not a I mean, bad. and you have Russell Wilson throwing the ball, so you could take that work. Right, off it, they're they're well. going to be their running lanes should be wide open for yeah. Denver. Should be, should be with their zone blocking too. Um, you know what that is, Bruce? Zone blocking. At nine, I have Alvin Kamara. You just hit me with these useless, fucking. Nobody. On my I list, can't. got more hate than where I had Alvin Kamara. I have him at nine. He's going to miss time. He's going to oh, miss he's, games. He's going to miss probably, I, I would say, six games he'll, yeah. he'll miss. So, we might not see him for the first six weeks. If he doesn't go to jail. True. If he doesn't so, go to jail. Again, is he talented? Absolutely. Do we know what we're? how much of him we're going to see? No. Mark Ingram's back there. We saw how their they offense ran Ingram. with both of them. The they love, love him. Mark they will utilize him. Is that low for Kamara's talent? Yes. Is it low for what we're going to see out of Kamara this year? I don't think so. Uh, at eight, I have Nick Chubb. And I, I'm sorry because Nick Chubb is a top five talent. He's going to tell me it's too low. That's fine. They're going to utilize Kareem Hunt. We don't know who the quarterback I, I, is. I don't think it's too low for him. I, I think, do. I think, I it's, think it's too low. Spot. Talent-wise, he's top five. Talent-wise, it's too top low. Five. But, but <laughs> no idea who the quarterback is. New coach, new offense. Uh, Kareem Hunt, to be healthy. Dearness Johnson needs to be healthy. The Browns have more question marks than anybody else right now. Which is shocking. Oh, the Seahawks had a lot of question marks. Yeah, the Seahawks have calmed down a little bit. Yeah. I thought the Browns were going to figure it out before the Seahawks. Nah, the no, Browns that never ain't figured it out. So they ain't going to figure anything out until this court makes a ruling. Right. And I think it's bullshit that they've been fucking around with this this long. No, it's fine. To make your fucking decision. No, I'm good with it because they'll make the Browns pay. <laughs> it's better it's, this way. It's, you're, what are you saying? It's being done on purpose? Yeah, no, but it's just, it's just funny coincidence. Oh, okay. Uh, at seven, I have Dalvin Cook. He's another guy, dude, that's got... All the talent in the world, can he stay on the field? Can he stay healthy? Can he make it through a season without missing four or five games? No. 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 Wasn't there a comment he should be one or something? Oh, yeah. People were telling me Delvin Cook should be number one over Henry, over Taylor. No, not over Henry at all. I don't even think he's better than McCaffrey. McCaffrey's well, really, I got comments on that too. Really shocked me was that people were saying that Derrick Henry was one over Jonathan Taylor. Well, we're going to get to that okay. because that we're going to talk about that in a second. Dalvin Cook is one four to six games, missing four to six games away from being Saquon Barkley. It's every year. It's every yeah, single played, year he misses four. To listen, six he'll games. play two games. He'll absolutely fucking tear yeah, it up. Yeah, he'll run for and then he'll five hundred yards games. in two games. He'll miss a game, a game and a half. Right. 
He'll come in, have two carries for no yards. Right. And and, and that's just inconsistent. And that's part of the reason why you can't depend on Minnesota's offense. That's part of the reason yeah. why Minnesota is just right in the middle of the pack because there's no consistency. Part of the reason why you don't know what you're getting out of the running game. You don't know if you're getting 250 yards or 25. Right. And Matt, then you have Madison's to, not that Madison bad. Madison is Madison's not, not bad. That bad. He's not bad. He's, he's a, a good guy good, to spell him, and if he's going to miss time, they have a guy there that's effective. Correct. He's effective. He's effective. But as far as talent-wise, he's a top-five guy. Correct. He's a top five guy talent wise. But it's just the body, his body's letting his him. His body down. just can't hold up to that punishment. Um at six, I have Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon's a beast. Joe Mixon's an absolute animal. He's a beast. Um the only reason he's not higher is because the top five are the top five and it's pretty much solidified. Correct. Uh but Joe Mixon is Joe Mixon is what makes the Bengals offense go. And the Bengals' offensive line got much better than last year. Mixon had a great year last year with a subpar offensive line. Offensive line's better. Joe Burrow's got another year of he experience. He should be more effective this year. Than he, he should be even year. more effective. I wouldn't be shocked to see Joe Mixon finish top three. That's it pers- for me. Um, At five, it's Christian McCaffrey still. And What? Talking about all these guys getting hurt and how the I know have dropped. Well, I that's know that's why he's at five. That's why he's at. That's five. why he's at five. Because if he stayed healthy, he is bar none the best that's back if. in the league. Correct. That's if he could stay if. on the field, you gotta remember he's number one. This is the thing. If McCaffrey can find a way to play ten games, he'll have the numbers. He'll be. It'll be like Henry last year. Derrick Henry went out what week nine, and it took everybody what, four weeks games? to catch up to him. So yeah, what, what happens when anybody caught him? They have no quarterback option because Baker Mayfield is your quarterback, and then all that workload's on Christian McCaffrey, and then he gets hurt again. I don't know about that. I, I don't. I don't think so. I think their offense will be uh, better than it was last year. They won't have to rely on McCaffrey as much as they do. All right, at number four. I've lost an Eckler. No problem there. The numbers, the numbers are sensational. Uh, a lot of people were complaining about that. Too. I, I know I, that. I don't know. And everybody's like, oh, this is just all the guy, based off a of fantasy. No, it's not. The guy produces. He's he's right. an absolute fucking monster. When is he gonna get any kind of credit? I don't know. When is he gonna get any I don't kind know. Of a lot of people want to see their The guy tears it up every year, and it's not not just better, the fantasy just numbers. Him. He's obviously doing that shit in games. Right. Listen, the, finally, the Chargers are winning. Points Don't equal production. Complain. Points equal production. If you're getting exactly. fantasy points, you're producing on some sort of a level. I you mean, wa- you watch that team. You watch the Chargers. As Eckler goes, they go. Correct. Without and Eckler, I said that, they are not where they're at. I said that in a comment. I said Eckler is what makes the Chargers offense go. Yes. If Herbert feels comfortable with the run game, it will open up Mike Williams and Keenan Allen to have the same kind of year that they did last exactly. year. Exactly. Eckler is the most I personally think Eckler's the most underrated talent in the NFL. Period. He doesn't he like you said, he gets no oh, credit. I agree. He doesn't he get the, he no doesn't credit. Get the credit that he, and he is a top get. 3. You know why? Cuz he wasn't a, he wasn't a top guy coming out of school. Right. And and, and he's not the And the, Melvin Gordon the first couple years he was there was the guy. Right. You know? Right. So, it's what it is. I have no problem with that. And putting Najee Harris at 3 one spot above him was the hardest thing I did because 
I broke down Najee, and I sat there, and I was like, okay, I don't know if I want to put Eckler at three and Najee at four or Eckler at four and Najee at three. This is why I did what I did. Najee Harris broke the Steelers' rookie rushing record last year. He had 1,200 yards exactly. Steelers' offense wasn't that great, so he didn't have a ton of touchdowns. Don't care. He what? Go ahead. He did not fumble the ball. Okay. As a rookie, he did not fumble the ball. Again, the Steelers have no idea what's going to happen at quarterback. It's either going to be Trubisky or Pickett or a combination of both. How many, how many both games did Roethlisberger miss last year? <laughs> the ghost shit ghost down Yeah, road, he no? missed the, he, yeah. Down the end. And, and, and look at it this way. You put all that pressure onto a guy that just came into the fucking league. Is he, is he going to rip off the 75-yard touchdown run? No. no. But he is the most consistent. Guy that I've seen them have. He had over three in a long time. I mean, you could see Kenny Pickett actually starting. I could see Kenny Pickett starting, and he's going to need to rely on Najee to be somewhat yeah. successful. Watch his game; he can do it all. He can catch. He runs in between the Listen. tackles hard. Is is he that guy? That is he uh, as explosive as guys like Dalvin Cook? No, no. But he's a lot stronger than Delvin Cook, and he can handle the punishment where these other guys Correct. have not been able. He's very Le'Veon-esque. Yes. Yeah. And he, he, he's a very patient guy. The biggest knock that everybody has on Najee is he only he got 3.98 yards per carry last year. This is what I'm talking about because he's not the explosive Correct. guy. And that was as a rookie and did Correct. not fumble the ball. With almost as many carries as Jonathan Taylor. And didn't, mi- and didn't miss a game. Didn't miss a game. If all that translates to another year of experience, another year of getting the rapport with the team, another year of working out, another year of everything else. He knows what to expect now. He Yes. I think you're going to see a lot better out Usually of him. Usually by year two Agreed. or three. So, so uh, and number two is Derrick Henry. Well, one, two. I, he could I mean, be number right one. There. Go he ahead. Could. Take Jonathan say? Taylor and Derrick Henry. And make them interchangeable. That's fine. I'm good with 1A, 1B. Doesn't yeah, matter. Doesn't to matter. Me. De- Derek Henry, if he would have been on the field last year, would have put up the same numbers as Jonathan Taylor, period. He would have smashed everybody's shit. The, the only, the only thing way, is maybe. Derek Henry's coming off of an injury, if you want to call it that. And that's the only knock you have. Whereas Jonathan Taylor's coming off of one of the best rushing years ever as a rookie. Yeah. That's it. They're both going to be wildly effective. The offenses rely on both of them more so than they do their quarterbacks. And I would like to talk about one guy mm-hmm. that, that you guys didn't mention, that we didn't mention, that actually went to another team, Marlon Mack. Now, this guy has the potential. This is the guy that Jonathan Taylor took his job, basically, on injury because of injury. Mac is back. He's in and he's Houston. <laughs> hey, he's in Houston where they they've tried to go through running backs here for the past three years and cannot find a guy that could be consistent for them. I truly believe that they've this kid, if he's healthy, could really make a lot of noise. Agree. On a team that nobody's suspecting to do much. Agree. Agree. That's that's my there's a lot of outside. Who knows in. what's going on with Houston? 
But I right. agree that there's going to be at least somebody there. Because we haven't talked about a Texans running back at all. No. We, have not even we our, haven't talked about many. They're not even in our top. Oh, but you no. know what else who we didn't talk about? I didn't no. talk about Miami's running backs. Yeah. I didn't know you where to put it. You got Gaskin. You got Chase Edmonds. so many got, guys. Right. And I don't have an issue with that. I like that strategy. But it's not worth talking about until we actually see something. You Correct. know which guys are going to put up numbers no matter what. In all reality, Gaskin, another guy, if he's healthy, very effective. Very effective. Yes. See, they couldn't they could be very low on the list because if they're sharing the workload. And I'll tell you what, many guys, if Mosert yeah, if Moser can play up to his potential, he'll be the guy there. Agree. He'll be better than all the guys they have there. Agree. If he's healthy. It's another guy who cannot it seems like all these guys at San Francisco, all these guys at at uh, Baltimore, none of these guys can stay on the field and keep and and, and be productive. It I know. sucks. I know. All right, I would like to thank you guys so much for listening to the Tip Balls podcast. Make sure to follow our socials: Instagram and Twitter at Tip Balls, TikTok at Tip Balls Podcast. Check out our Instagram if you want our full list of running back rankings. It is there. We also post polls and all kinds of other good stuff there. Bruce figured out how to work Instagram now, so it does look good. If you haven't yet, subscribe to us on YouTube. Looks good there, fuck nuts. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Looks (laughs) good, fuck nuts. Uh, If you haven't, subscribe on YouTube. And make sure if you're listening to us on Spotify or Apple, you're also subscribed there. Thank you guys so much for listening. You'll hear from us later in the week. (sighs) What? Am I perfect? (laughs) Am I perfect?